Armstrong, Admiral Forrest, and many others, from Enterprise and many others, and you are listening to Trekmate. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Trekmate podcast. Its continuing mission to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare attack, all hands battle station. Don't worry, we will get to the bottom of this. All right. As is a tall ship and a star steer by. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. Hello and welcome to Trekmate. My name's Wayne Emery. And my name's Matt Warwick. And we're being joined this week by a very special guest, one of the backbones of keeping the Trekmate machine running, uh, the one and only Adam House. Hello, it's been a long time. It has been a very long time, Adam. How have you been keeping? Oh, not too bad. Just surviving Christmas and New Year and doing the month of alcohol now. So, oh dear, how's that going? Well, it's fine. I, I agreed to it drunkenly. Um, one of my friends bet me that I couldn't go without alcohol for a month when I was drunk, so I said I would. And he said he'd, spot, he'd give £100 to a charity if I did it, and then my drunken haze, I said I wanted it to go all to go to a leper colony. So I need to now find a leper colony to send some money to. <coughs> Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So it's so very close to your heart as well. <laughs> well, after name Paul Salon, you know, feel the cause has to be supported. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, so, uh, and uh, are you boys going to be uh, potting at some point soon in the new year? Yes, um, we actually um, had a bit of we had a bit of a break. Paul changed his job and lots of things were going on, but we should be returning to a fairly normal schedule soon. Um, so I'm hoping we'll record next week. Oh, wonderful. Well, that's... No, trust me. We know what it's like to have time away. We took, like, most of a year off. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> yeah, no. So... But no, that'll be good to have you boys uh, back on the air. Now, the plan for this week was to have a massive track off with about five guests. However... Two forgot and one had an operation. So, so we're going to go for a three-way trek off uh, yep. this week. I've seen these kind of that turned up. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. We, we scraped the barrel and we found Adam there waiting for us. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so what we're, uh, what we're going to do is, uh, because we didn't... Uh, don't have the trek off uh, anymore as a regular part of the show is we're going to make a trek off special uh, once every couple of months and what we intended to do is actually have it so that uh, at the end of the year uh, we invite the winners back so that we can have a year champion so uh, it, it might be fun doing it that way so Adam 
your your odds are fifty fifty at the moment for being this month's champion. Okay, well I'm okay with that. I normally beat Paul the quiz we have, so <laughs> yeah. So that's it. You're only Matt knows quite well. Matt knows a lot, so could be could be. Uh, uh, well, you know, depends. If you ask any TNG questions, I'll be okay. But anything else, I'm with be shot. So. <coughs> All DS9. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So how this is going to work is there's going to be five questions each, uh, and then if there's a tiebreaker, we'll uh, now that we're doing video, we can trust writing down our answers and showing it on camera. So I've got to get a pen. Jesus, um, uh, only, only if there's only if there's a tiebreaker. Only if there's a tiebreaker. Right, well, if that situation comes down, I'll find a pen. Yes. So, um, so Adam and Matt, who would like to go first? I don't mind. I don't mind either. You choose, mate. Uh, seeing as Adam is the guest, I think Adam should go first. Cool. Now, now we're going to use the ultra technologically advanced randomizer for the quiz. Okie dokie. <laughs> Your questions are going to be on the Delta Quadrant. So, Adam, if you choose between. One and nine. Nine. Okay. In Message in a Bottle, what Delta Quadrant species employed a relay station network that Voyager was able to use? A the Trojan. Yes. That's a nice and easy one. I like that one. Yeah, so that's one to Adam already. So, Matt, one to eight. Six. In what episode did the crew find their first Starex physical evidence that they were nearing Borg space? Was it A, Basics Part 1, B, Blood Fever, C, Unity, or D, Scorpion? I'll guess Unity. Okay, now this is going to take a second because I never actually got the answer page ready. <laughs> That's it. Whenever you're giving me and Paul a quiz, like you've got a couple of minutes because we're probably looking it up on Google. <laughs> I'm joking. None of that uh, today, mate. No, none of that today. Okay, so that was question 162. What was your answer, mate? Uh, you see. UNC. The answer was blood fever. Oh, okay. It's been so, years since I've done a Voyager rewatch. It's what been it? ten years for me. Yeah. <laughs> so my answers are gonna be awful. Well, that's only that question. So Matt, did you want to do a question? Right, it's still one for you then. So here we go. So your questions are on Betazoids. Okay. So okay. Uh, I know two of them. One, one to thirteen. Three. I don't even need to look the answer for this final answer. Okay. In which episode did a love-struck Ferengi kidnap Luxana Troy? Shit. I'm awful with episode names. I know the episode because Picard gives the uh, overspill acting of he wants That's her it. back. Yeah. Um, 
I'm awful with episode names, and as soon as you say it, I will remember it. Um, I'm going to guess. I can't even give a guess. Okay. I'm stuffed. Oh, it was Menage Troy. Of course it was. Of course it was. So so far that is one apiece to Adam and Matt. No, I didn't get my right. Oh no, you didn't. No, Christ, I was giving away points. Giving away points there. <laughs> Advantage for the home team. <laughs> oh dear. Okay then. So. Well, I'm giving a score. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Randomizer. Okay, we won't get another Voyager question. Okay. Okay, these questions are on the Ferengi. Okay. So to uh, okay, so if you uh, Adam, one to eleven is your choice. One. Number one. Okay, so true or false? Rom almost murdered Quark once. Sorry, Rom, Rom almost married Quark. Murdered. Sorry. Murdered. Well, I mean, they could. They are not mere mini miles away from each other, from what I've heard. Are they? Yeah, um, there was an episode where Rom did try to kill Quark, and Quark actually was quite proud of him, saying he never thought he had it in him, like being like a cutthroat Ferengi. Yeah, it was in the Nagus. Cool. Yeah, so that's it. Two right for Adam so far. Okay. Number three. Number three. Rom once started a labour union after being inspired by an ancestor of A. Cisco. Oh, Brian. I know that's right already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well done. What was his name? Was it Seamus Sh- O'Brien or something like that? Of course it was. Strong union yes. man. Yeah. <laughs> Okie dokie. Okay. <coughs> You've got a question on. The films. Okay. It's the crew, apparently. Okay. So, 1 to 12. This is from the motion picture, I think. 9. Um, 9. It's actually Wrath of the Khan. How many times did Kirk take the Kobayashi Maru? Okay. I'm going to guess... Well, one part of me wants to say 1, but I'm going to say... Saying three, the answer is three. <laughs> there you go, off the fucking mark. Result. So Adam is on two, and myself and Matt are on one each. I me. So, well, what? Uh, since you haven't done a Voyager rewatch in a while, mate, what are you going through at the moment, Adam? Um, I'm not watching any Star Trek at the moment. No? Only the yeah. odd episode of Enterprise when we record. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm feeling... I don't, I've got so much other TV to watch that I don't really have time for stuff I've seen before at the moment. So, well, what, what is gripping you at the moment? Um, I've been watching a lot of things. Currently watching Arrow with Tanya. Um, I've been really wanting to watch Arrow. It's yeah. actually... Actually, I, I thought it was going to be awful, but it's actually it's been all right so far. It's quite interesting. Um, what else have we watched? 
No, no, I'm on, put on the spot. I can't think of anything. Do you watch Person of Interest? No, I've heard that's quite like a, a weird Batman-esque kind of show. No, it's about these two guys who... Um, there's a guy who invented the computer that surveils all uh, CCTVs and phones everything, and every week they get the, the social security number of someone who's going to be involved in a crime, but they don't know if they're the victim or the perpetrator. Right. So every week they have to solve this crime, stop it from happening before it happens, but also figure out what's going to happen as well. So. Yeah, I know. I've got a few friends who watch it, and they say it's brilliant. It is, yeah. Uh, but, I don't know, I just... It's like got three seasons, and I can't do three seasons right now. <laughs> yes, I know what you mean. Well, that's the thing. Well, at the moment, I just can't box set anything. I've been just going between... Watch the old episodes of Star Trek at the moment. Uh, I'm obsessed with Walking Dead at the moment. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love The Walking Dead. Um, and, uh, well, I'm, I'm desperate for that to come back off of its hiatus. Uh, and what else? Really, a, a lot of um, a lot of trash TV. Yeah, that's always good to kill, kill half an hour. Yeah, that's it. But when, when your uh, viewing time is limited by little ones, I can tell you I can recite Probably a good thirty kids TV theme tunes from uh, CBBS at the moment. So I, I somehow put the hangout effects on, so I've got a mustache and a little nice little thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good look for you. I think it's good. I might leave it. <laughs> it's intimidation for the quiz. Um. Oh dear. So okay. Um, it, next question. Blimey, it likes Voyager, this book. That's right. Okay. So, you've. Okay, I'll give you multiple choice. You can either have questions on Catherine Janeway or Chakotay. I'll have Janeway. Yeah. Okay. So, questions 1 to 12. 12. 12. Okay. True or false? Janeway lost her husband in a bo- battle against Cardassians. False. Yeah, that's false. That was an easy one. Dead easy. Almost uh, too easy. So seven. You'd like seven. I'm assuming, Matt, that you also want... Oh, your, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you also want the Catherine Janeway questions. Yes, please. Thank you, thank you. Uh, no, there was only one Janeway question. That was it. That was it, yeah. (laughs) With which Voyager crewmate did Janeway once produce offspring? It's too easy. Is that Paris, isn't it? Yeah. Is that Threshold? It is Threshold. Slimy lizard babies. Well, technically that episode was stricken from canon, so Matt didn't get a point. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. I can't remember at which point they did strike it from canon, but... It's just, I don't find I, it as bad as what... I, I, I don't think it's as bad as everyone says it is. It's, it's ridiculous and, like, crap. But I think the first half an hour is, is all right. Um, but Even on my first watch, I didn't mind the lizard babies. No, it's, just, it's only there for, like, 30 seconds of the episode. Yeah. That's what everyone focuses on. 
I wouldn't say it ruined it for me at all. I I I wouldn't class it as like a lot of people class it as one of the very worst episodes of Trek. And I would say the worst episodes for Trek for me are more ones that bore the hell out of me rather than yeah. and like that episode at least it was entertaining in a way. Yeah. I mean Super Rose is much worse than that. For example. Oh, I wasn't so the uh, family um, dildo. Oh yeah, Scottish family dildo one. Yeah, family dildo. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, but that that's good in a bad way. That's it. Trek has this way of coming about. Yeah. Full circle. Okay, Matt, have I got a question? Yeah, I'm in the Voyager section again. That's where I've stopped. But this is Tom Paris. Okay. So one to eleven. Eleven. Okay. True or false? While aboard Voyager, Paris was demoted. True. And he got his promotion back again. Yeah, he was lieutenant and he was demoted to ensign. Mm-hmm. That was during his bad period. Well, he was in a good period, and then he did that thing on that water planet and ended up yeah. in the grip. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Okay. No, okay, so everyone's gone up one, one apiece. So it's currently three, three, two, three, two, 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 two. Okay, okay. So we're needing Adam to fluff up at some point soon. Okie dokie. <coughs> so randomizer. Let's go. It's a real Mickey Mouse operation. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey Mouse. <laughs> really, even baby boo. Fill up a dwarf. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but can you do it with a cat impression to boot? No. No. Oh, you're not going that far. How am I looking? Let's see. I can't do a cat impression. I can do a Mickey Mouse impression, but still. Okay. Diplomacy. Oh, great. So this should be fun. Okay, questions 1 to 11. 3. 3. What was the name of the planet used by the Federation for a diplomatic conference in Lonely Among Us? Um, I didn't know this. <laughs> I I, 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 is that like Star Trek, the original series? Uh, I'm trying to find the actual section. Lonely Among Us. It's it's T O uh, T N G, season oh, one. Wow. Oh, okay. Let me think. Season one T N G, a planet which is used for a diplomatic kind of mission. Um, mm -hmm. uh, fuck it. I don't know. I'm, gonna, I don't, not, I'm not expecting a point for this because it's just because we're not throwing questions over. But yeah. I think it's Pacifica. Okay, mm. now I'm... I think you're probably right, actually. That rings a bell. I'm just going to Google um, Pacifica, because it'll be quicker than a wet wing. He's got to find the answers, though, because he needs to ask me a question as well. I'm getting, no, I found the answers, but I'm getting very confused, because I'm on 53 Diplomacy, and it says, what is the name of the planet used for the Federation Diplomatic Conference in Lonely Among Us? And on here it just says Parliament. Oh, okay, yeah, that's that's it then. 
Where am I getting Pacifica from then? That was on another episode. Um, it was, okay. But there was yeah. a planet called Pacifica. I, I just I'm imagining things. Who names a planet that you hold a diplomatic conference on? No, I remember um, him. I remember him giving it in a log entry. Oh uh, yeah, no, it was um, they were the Enterprise was on the way to Pacifica before it got diverted to Ditalics B in conspiracy. Conspiracy, right? Okay. Okay, so, so it's Parliament. I, it's I, I Parliament. Yeah, yeah. That that just sounded absolutely wrong to me. That's why I was like, hang on. No, the Parliament does ring a bell. Okay. Um, so, Matt, 1, uh, 2, 11, except 3. 8. Okie dokie, number 8. When the host body of Ambassador Odin died, who became temporary host of his symbiote? Riker. Yeah, it is Riker. <coughs> very, that's a very well remembered map. Too easy. Yeah, it's, it's where they first showed the trail, but not actually as trail. As trail, yeah. They were just like a really weird-looking hippie rat man with long hair and flowing robes and those spots. So, Matt. Yeah. Okay. This is abstract knowledge. Identify the episode. Okay. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'll go for seven. Deep Space Nine. Bashir and a group of genetically engineered misfits wreak havoc on the station while trying to find a solution to the war with the Dominion. I know the episode. I just it's an episode name question. Yep. And that is where I fall down. Okay. Uh, me and my special needs GM brothers? <laughs> no. It's statistical probabilities. Uh, Okie dokie. That's the thing. I'm awful for episode names. I know exactly why episodes are on there. Yeah. Just was not going to get there whatsoever. So, is this the last question? Uh, I think, I think it is. Okay. I think it is. Yeah. What's so the it's currently four, three, two. Wait, no, I didn't. I didn't get my. I, I got so my wrong. Three, three, two. Okay. Yeah. Three, three, two. Okay. So. And these questions are on the Vulcans. Okay. 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 You've got a choice of 1 to 15. 1 to 15? Yeah. Um, 6. Who was Sarek's second human wife? Oh. Bugger. I can see, I can see her, because... She was also a human. Um, the, annoyingly, this question's been asked on Attack. Mm. Um, is it is it like Amanda Greystone or something? No. Or was that Tarzan? <laughs> is it Perrin? It is that Perrin. Yeah. That's it. It is Perrin. So, well done, Matt. Well, yeah, that doesn't count. 
Um, number th- three. Okay. At what institution did Sarek want Spock to study instead of joining Starfleet? I don't know. The Vulcan oh. Science Academy or something like that? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, the Vulcan Science Academy. Wow, okay. That was a complete stab in the dark. <gasps> well done. So, that's it. Okay. Let's get your question then. Would you like a question about Neelix or Kez? Neelix. Okay. 1, 2, 11. Uh, I'll go for 9. Okay. From what phobia did Neelix suffer in the episode Night? From what phobia? Yeah. It wasn't children. <laughs> He's never had a phobia of that of that sort, I'm afraid. Oh dear. He's a nice guy in real life though. Mm. Just don't trust Neelix. I mean even with the woman that he got with it in the end, that's a bit precarious. She's got kids of her own. I reckon that whole ending of Voyager didn't happen with Neelix going off to that colony. I reckon they had an advance party with hollow emitters and it was all a giant holodeck simulation and like after a couple of weeks it failed and Neelix realised that he'd been duped and they just stranded him on an asteroid. Just because he deserved it? (laughs) Well, it was just one one chance to get rid of him. Yeah, but all of the end of Voyagers, but I would say Neelix probably had the best ending of all of them. It, it, unfortunately, he did. Um, the, end, the ending of Voyager was just, you know, it felt like it had gone to like an ad break and you never saw the, what happened afterwards. I don't, yeah. I don't understand why they decided to do it that way. Why could they not have half a season or even a whole season of Voyager getting home and acclimatising back um, to how things are. Unfortunately, TV was kind of different back then. I mean, DS9 had a syndicated story arc. Well, it had a story arc going on. And that was mainly due to, like, Ronald D. Moore, who then later went on to do things like Battlestar, and he loves his story arcs. Mm-hmm. Voyager had no story arc. It, was, it suffered from the episodical format, and they, they figured they could do it in one, one two-part episode. Which they did, but they just didn't do it justice. I mean, I, I have no problems with the episode, apart from the Chakotay thing and Seven and Nine, and the ending at that point. It should have ended, even by 20 minutes left and seeing something, even seeing them set foot on the ground at the Starfleet Academy, not just like fade to black as they fly towards um, Earth. And that's the thing, there ain't any other Star Trek season where I actually got pissed off in the last couple of minutes. Because that's the thing, you shouldn't have just seen them flying about. And I, as you said, I have no problem with that uh, two-parter. It's a good two-parter, but you need it more afterwards. Yeah, I mean, there's, what, 168 episodes over seven seasons. So you've dedicated 168 hours of your life and seven years if you watch it when it launched. Mm-hmm. And to, to do that after like all that time invested is a bit of a kick of the balls. 
but I just don't... It, the thing is, you say like about Deep Space Nine having decent story arcs going on. Voyager was should have been one big fucking story arc. Of, it should have been. From A to B. I think they were just... I just don't think they had... I don't think the writers probably had enough creative freedom to do that. I don't know. I mean, they... They tried, didn't they, early on with the Kazon, but again, they lasted too long and they were rubbish aliens anyway. But I, I don't know, because they're constantly moving, you can't really have recur- much in the way of recurring stuff because after a few months, they'll have gone past someone's region of space anyway. But they can have um, recurring stuff on the ship. On the ship, yeah. yeah. Interacting with the crew. Um, I mean, um, have you both seen Battlestar Galactica? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you have, haven't you, Matt? Yeah. Well, in that, I mean, they're always moving, but they're being pursued, which makes yeah. it interesting. They could have done something similar in, in Voyager. Yeah. They could have done anything. I mean, maybe even, like, one season, one enemy. I don't know. Yeah, but also, what if one season... Uh, you know when they find the other Starfleet ship that's been stranded? Yes. And they've gone back. They could have done a whole season of flying <clears throat> alongside that ship and having confrontations. That would have been great. Yeah, and then that's the thing. As you said, the Borg are fucking huge, so they could have easily done a season and then come back later for another season because, like, Borg space could have gone in one big fucking horseshoe shape. Yeah, I would have liked it if instead of neutering the Borg and making them so easy to defeat, they had episodes where they were literally, like, on the edge of their seats where, like, as soon as the Borg cube, they just cut all power and they're drifting. Maybe they're drifting toward an asteroid belt and they're about to hit it, but they can't turn the power back on to move the ship because the cube will see them. Things like that to build up the tension would have been great. Mm-hmm. Just oh, like yeah. fleeing or making or making sacrifices like, well, we're going to have to make a sacrifice and maybe like someone, you know, gets it, you know, maybe they've got you invested in a few more crew members like we, who can be killed off and like one of them gets in the shuttle and flies toward the board cube as a distraction and gets assimilated whilst a Voyager escapes. They could have done so much. That's the thing. If they had invested more in side characters that it, because that's the thing they they're stuck on there for so long they're not meant to have uh, like hundreds of different extras they're only meant to be a crew of what 115 or so yeah but they they lost so many crew members and they had this miraculous supply of torpedoes yeah well uh, but also they could have done a whole season rather than making it a two part they could have done a whole season of year of hell oh yeah easily and then you would, if you had done just a couple of them things, it would have made an amazing show, and it would have rivaled Deep Space Nine for like the top spot. You could have easily done it, especially if you had permanently killed off Harry Kim. <laughs> but right. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, the question was name the episode, was it? Yeah. yeah name the phobia that Neelix had. Name the phobia. Um, it was. It, what was the episode? Because it wasn't the one where he was um, lost his faith in dying. No, no, no. no. I'm trying to find the questions now because you might be. Um, it was like, um, what phobia did he have in the episode night? Was it night? Yeah. Night. Okay, okay then. Um, of, of the dark. Is that what you're going for? Yeah, that's just a guess. It's actually nihilophobia, which is the fear of nothingness. Oh, well. 
I get that, I guess. Yeah, I suppose so. Does anyone else, this is going off track, but does anyone else find it weird on Voyager? Not one single crew member has a beard. No one. You don't see a single beard on Voyager. Not even in my uh, my extras. Yeah. Yeah. Like, sorry, I was. It's just that's, when you talk about. Maybe Jamie's got a pagonophobia, so she won't yeah. have any of his beards. <laughs> yeah, that—that's why I was thinking of it because of pagonophobia and thinking of phobias, but it's just strange. No beards. Uh, I never even noticed. Not even a tash. No. No. No, because that's right. Who would have suited a beard though? Um. Chicote would have done. Yeah, probably. I think, he, yeah, he could do a bit. Um, Harry wasn't old enough to grow one. No, he couldn't grow one. Two rock quality could have done a bit. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been nice. So, uh, that, I mean, if they'd have had a Mirror Universe episode, you'd have had a bearded two rock. Yeah, true. Yeah. No, definitely. Well, I suppose we've got a glimpse into that. So, Matt, seeing as you've won, you are <laughs> through to the final. Oh, great, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Saying that, you, depending on how many people cancel, you might be taking part next time. Yeah, but just for yeah, just for the hell of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, so I suppose that, that will round us up uh, for this week. But it's been absolute pleasure having you on board, uh, Adam. No, it's, it's a pleasure ha- um, being on as well. So yeah, it's been too long since we spoke. Yeah, we should we should have a proper full episode one night soon with a topic and all that stuff. Well, the thing is, we've got a, a little bit of a teaser, I guess, uh, coming up in the next month or so. Uh, we've it, whilst we were doing our merchandise episode, um, I said that I had this game called How to Host a Mystery for Next Gen. And we're going to get a whole bunch of people, and uh, you're going to be joining us for that. Yeah. So we're going to play that game uh, live on a podcast. Well, I've chosen to be Riker. Yeah, I think you suit it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm, to I'm grow an honorary Riker beard. You're not far but, off there, mate, already. Uh, it's laziness. <laughs> <laughs> but you do have to do the entire podcast with one leg up on the desk. Yeah. <laughs> And what stepping over my chair like backwards and forth. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you're going to paint Worf, aren't you, Matt? Uh, yeah, he was the only male character left. <laughs> Are you going to paint your face and put like a, a vagina on your head? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. We're good. When I send out the uh, character synopsis, uh, I'll also be sending out a uh, Cornish pasty. Yeah. I, I might get. I might send a lot of face masks out. I might just get a chair, put my tablet on the chair, and sit in the bath and do the episode from the bath. <laughs> Go vintage. Yeah. Vintage track, mate. I'll just be sitting there surrounded by bubbles. Oh, well, no, that wasn't even track, mate. That was on your podcast. Yeah, that was Patak. We that was midway through. Was a guest on yours. We heard Paul Drinkwater doing splashy, splashy. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't mind the amount of times that he does this shit on our one. <laughs> oh, God. I heard his drunkenness, which is hilarious. But... All, all we'd hear when he was recording is you just hear in the background, I'm still here, I'm still here, as he's fucking running to the toilet. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're all a lot more professional these days, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we line up guests, they just don't turn up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear, some things never change. But still, no, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on board, Adam, and I'm looking forward to having you back in a, in a few weeks' time. Yeah, well, good to be back. So, Definitely. Thank you for having me. No worries. So, uh, I've been Wayne Emery. I've been Matt Warwick. Adam. I've been Adam Howes. And you can sign us off. And that's Trackmate. Bye.